Welcome to the In Your 20s podcast, where we figure out what the we're doing in our 20s. Hey, 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 it's your girl Tina with an H back with the last episode of 2021 for In Your 20s. Wow. I'm kind of shocked that 2021 went by as fast as it did. I feel like that's a group consensus. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I'm not life-wise, but in terms of worldly or worldwise, I feel like we're kind of back where we were back in December of 2020. Granted, we do have vaccines and we know a lot more about this virus than we did before, but it still, it still feels a little scary. I'm recording this right before Christmas and I have no idea what my New Year's plans are. I don't even know if New Year's plans are a thing. So many people, people were going to go clubbing to bars, house parties, whatever. And now everything's really up in the air because as most people are saying, it's going to get worse before it gets better. But we're not going to be talking about that anymore because even though COVID is a part of all of our lives, we are still moving. We're still thriving, even though we are still trying to figure out COVID and how we will hopefully move past it come 2022 there's still been a lot of things that have happened in my life and I know that have happened in your lives throughout this past year. So today's episode, there are a lot of things that people have said to me that I never really took into context until now and hopefully you guys can learn with from them. This episode is going to be split up into three parts. I'm going to talk about what I've learned in my career in this year alone, what I've learned in relationships, both platonic and romantic, and then we're going to wrap it up with what I've learned about life in general. Thank you guys so much for listening to In Your 20s, whether this is your 78th episode or your first episode. If you listen to the podcast in 2020, if you listen to it in 2021, I just want to tell you guys how much doing this show every week means to me. The fact that I can bring you guys stories and advice every week and that you learn from it and the messages that I get mean the absolute most to me. So thank you for believing in me, believing in In Your 20s. I'm such a big mush at the end of any year. So I'll keep it to to just that and let's get into it. Okay, career. As we know, or as most of us know, I was unemployed up until May of 2021. And then I got a job at my dream company in May. I still can't believe it. I have to kind of pinch myself sometimes. One of the reasons why I have to pinch myself is because this is a calculated thing. I got to my company because of a few things. First of all, I said no to opportunities. And if there's one thing I learned, it's that it's okay. It is totally okay to say no. People say it all the time. You need, it's okay to say no. It's okay to say no. But I never realized it until I had a job offer in front of me that was in social media. And as we know, I was trying to get away from social media in the retail space for people my age. It really screamed, that role screamed me. I was talking to this company in particular for the span of like four months. I was so close to taking it. All of my friends said, Tina, what are you talking about? Just take this job. For some reason in my gut, I was like, I don't think I should do it. I don't think I should take it. So I talked to my mentor and she said, It's not like you're not getting interviews for things that you actually want to do. You saying yes to this job is the safe choice. Why don't you just wait it out a little bit more? You are able to afford your rent. You're able to put food on your table, pay for your bills. 
you're not in the roughest of spaces that you have to be desperate for a yes. Just say no for this and wait till a better opportunity arises in something that you love. That was the best advice that I've ever received. I thank her all the time for it because that made me realize that not all opportunities are the right ones. If I would have said yes to that job, I, and I got the offer in February. It took another, I think two months before I got an email for an interview for my job that I'm at now, for the role that I'm in now. I just can't begin to tell you guys that you really have to go with your gut. And even if people think that, oh, you're not going to get that role or why are you not just saying, yes, this is great money. Don't fucking listen to them. Don't do it because at the end of the day, you know yourself the best. Also, when you're starting a new job, I know it's easier said than done, but it's okay to ask questions. Sometimes you just have to put your ego aside and it's beyond worth it. Still talking about career, life is a progression. It never stops. Well, it does stop, but until that time comes when you're six feet under, it doesn't stop. You're always trying to do better. And that is literally the definition of the word growth. So if you want to see growth, you have to invest in yourself. For me, what it meant to invest in myself was investing my time. As in investing time into this podcast, as in investing time into my job where I do have to work overtime. That was what I thought investing was at first. Once I started this new role though, I was like, I can't just do the podcast by myself. So that meant I had to invest in someone else to help me grow this podcast. And I had to let go of some of those responsibilities. Now I am at the point where I'm not just going to be investing my time, but I'm ready to invest my money in things that I believe are worth investing in. I was talking to a friend the other day. We were chit-chatting about our career updates. She said to me, I can't believe you haven't done this sooner. I don't know why it's taken you this long to put money into it. Nothing can grow with just one person. There's no way. You need to start investing in a team of great people that you think are going to help make your podcast what you think it is. Because you can try to brand yourself as much as you want, but you need people on your sideline to help you grow. Even though I already knew that I wanted to invest, what she said to me made it made it even a bigger deal. Because investing has so many definitions. We know it from last week's episode when I was sitting down with Lindsay or Money BFF. If you want to invest your money, you want to see your money grow, you have to put in you have to put in the money to see your money grow. If I want to see this podcast grow even more, then I want I have to put the money in and I'm totally okay with that. It's so nervous to even put some money into something because it can be a risk. You could lose all of your money, but I'm excited and I'm grateful. And the last thing in terms of my career is that sometimes it's okay to fake it till you make it. When I first started my job, I told my vice president that I was feeling a lot of imposter syndrome. She said to me, you were hired for a reason. Sometimes you just got to fake it till you make it. And that's okay because you, you're never never going to be the smartest person in the room. You're not going to know it all. That's totally okay. But if you can put on the right demeanor and tell a person, I'm not really sure about that question, but I know X, Y, Z. I'll make sure to get back to you about that specific point. That is so professional. And that's that's an example of faking it till you make it. I looked down on that phrase so much, but this year I embraced it and I'm really happy that I did. 
Next up, we are talking about relationships. <laughs> I don't know why I'm whispering as I say relationships. Actually, when anyone utters relationships, I feel that like the first thing someone thinks about is romantic, but there are relationships with yourself, relationships with your friends, strangers, romantic relationships. There's so many relationships, and I'm going to tell you about all of the lessons I learned. First one, most obvious. Even though I was saying it to myself at the beginning of this year, even in 2020, honestly, even in 2019, didn't believe it till 2021. Y'all, <laughs> bruh, you gotta know your worth. You have to know your worth. If someone's not putting in the energy that you want, like you, you just have to, you have to leave. And this is for every person. It's so cringe for me to think about at the beginning of this year, and I think even at the end of last year, I was telling you guys about a guy that I was seeing who I was dating for six months. We were in a situation ship, whatever, but he never put the time in. He didn't even listen to the podcast. If I'm talking to someone and I see a future with them, I was telling you guys that I thought he was going to be my boyfriend. I thought he was going to be have the official title of BF. He didn't even listen to In Your 20s. Not one episode, not even five minutes. That is a red flag in itself because a partner, you want a partner to believe in you as much as you believe in yourself. And the first step in that is supporting you. The fact that he wasn't even able to do that, red flag. Plus, this is a real kicker, y'all. You are going to love this one. I never even met his roommate. And we were talking for six months. The amount of time that I spent at his apartment and in mine, we spent, I'd say, a good amount of time at both of our apartments. His roommate was never there. That was also a red flag. I know now that if I'm talking to someone and I don't meet anyone in their life within the first a month and a half, two months, and we're going on like weekly dates, that's going to be a red flag for me. I know my worth. I know that I'm not going to wait around for someone to tell me when they're free to hang out. If you want to hang out, you will make the time, which leads me to my next point of actions speak louder than words. It doesn't matter if it's a platonic relationship, romantic relationship. I want receipts. Otherwise, it means nothing. People can say all the times that they want to see you. I miss you. I want to hang out with you. Really? Do, do you want to? Do you, do you want to? Babes, if you want to see me, throw a time on my calendar. Tell me what time and when you want to see me. Tell me what you want to do. Let's make this plan work. I cannot, that just, that goes so far and beyond. That, if anything, action speak louder than words is the biggest thing I've learned this year, especially in my friendships. I'm really starting to realize that I want to be more intentional. I want to be intentional in who I'm reaching out to and put in the work to prove to my friends that I'm there for them, that I'm willing to put in the energy for our friendship. I've had a lot of friends say to me, because I will text them something along the lines of, hey, I'm so sorry I haven't reached out. I didn't reach out sooner, but and then whatever I'm talking about or whatever I want to talk to them about. They always say, it's okay, I know you're busy. I haven't made it to a bunch of friends' birthdays that have been friends with me for over a decade. For what reason? Because I, I couldn't miss going to the bars for one night or it was going to be too complicated, quote unquote, for me to make it there? No, those are bitch-ass excuses. And in 2022, 
you will catch me putting in the effort for the friends that do the same. Because y'all got to save your time. This whole goes back to knowing your worth. Save your time. Put energy into what gives energy back. Does that make me a tit for tat bitch? Yes, it does. And I don't give a fuck. Because if there are people who are willing to love you and put you who are willing to love you and support you and go to the things that you ask them to go to, why won't you do the same for them? Show people that you care. I can't even express that enough. The last thing in terms of relationships is that it's okay to have fights, y'all. It's okay to have arguments. There's such a big negative connotation on the word fight for good reason. For good reason, especially if it gets violent, there is, it's okay. That is negative. That is negative. But are arguments always supposed to be a negative thing? No, because you can learn from arguments. Arguments are meant so that you can see other people's sides of a story or their perspectives. I truly believe that fights prove that you care and they shouldn't be seen as negative. Granted, you know, sometimes arguments can get out of hand You cannot speak to a person for a certain amount of time. But at the end of the day, I think my close, I've fought with a majority of my closest friends. It could have been the smallest argument. It could be the biggest argument. And some of those arguments led to us not being as close. And some of those arguments made me even closer to my friends. It's all about growth. Arguments, I feel, help relationships push forward and move forward. So that's my hot take on that. If you don't like it, I don't know, leave a review, comment on the Insta, DM me, let me know. (sighs) And the third part of what I've learned in 2021 has to do with life in general. This year, I say, mm, I say this every year, but, and I'm getting, oh my gosh, (laughs) not me tearing up. I'm getting emotional because I really strongly believe that 2021 is where I grew from being a girl to being a woman. Whoa. (laughs) Wow. That is something I think I've only told my journal so far, but I feel like I've grown so much this past year. It also might be the wine talking because I was sipping on some wine before this and I've got it right next to me too. (laughs) But this year I've never felt so comfortable. I am comfortable in being alone and doing things alone. Alone is another word that has a negative connotation and I don't even fucking know why. We are, as a society, we are so embarrassed to just go out and do something by ourselves. Oh no, I can't go get drinks by myself because it's embarrassing. I can't go to the movies alone. When we were teens, I think this is honestly where it stemmed from. When we were teenagers, we didn't want to go to the mall alone because we'd be looked at as a loser. Also, that's, I think, if your hometown was anything like mine, Saturday nights at the mall was, was teenager night and everyone and their mothers was at the mall in these big ass groups. But that's besides the point, just some childhood trauma to spice up in there. But this year, I went to the movies alone. I had a whole Tina day, or as I like to call it, Tina time. I was so relaxed. I was so at ease just going to the movies alone, not having to be on anyone's schedule. I started going to the bars alone by myself. I have the best time. I have, li- 
I have recorded myself alone at the bar, just drinking a drink or doing a dance. And I've met strangers through that because they're like, who is this? Who is this just recording and chilling by yourself? It brings out a new sense of confidence with me where I'm pushed into these really uncomfortable situations and making them seem not so uncomfortable. So my goal for 2022 is to push the envelope even more and try going to dinner or to lunch by myself. I'm really excited to do that, honestly. Not like takeout, just to actually sit at a nice restaurant, have a spicy marg and pasta or whatever meal I want and just be okay with myself, be comfortable. A theme that is always on this podcast, I will never stop saying it. And this is a lesson I've learned in 2021. It's a lesson that proven that it's correct every year is to keep manifesting, keep goal setting, keep telling people what you want in this lifetime. If I wasn't manifesting, I would not have gotten my job. I was looking back because I was sentimental at my senior spotlight on my, my college sorority's Instagram page. And in my spotlight, I said, I'm still looking for a job. Hey, at MTV, please hire me. That was in May of 2020. May of 2021, I was, I was and am working at MTV. You can't make this shit up. Telling people about your goals, you shouldn't be embarrassed. You should be okay with it. Just like anything that you wanna do, put it out into the world. Make your vision board. Do whatever it is that you need to do in order to believe in yourself, to make your dreams come true. And that's not corny. It's not cheesy. It is what it is. And I'm telling you the truth. But with all of these dreams and goals, please make sure you're getting your sleep. We need sleep. We can't do it all. I realized I was I was burnt out maybe every other week for the first half of the year. And I was unemployed, but I was applying to jobs every day. I was freelancing, doing small gigs here and there on the side where even though I wasn't doing a nine to five, I was still stressed out because I didn't have a schedule. I was work- I would wake up at 10 or 11 and then I wouldn't stop working till 11 p.m. Or I'd go in and out of doing jobs that I had to do. You, we need our sleep. Prioritize sleep over everything else. That Netflix show can wait, okay? That YouTube channel that you're subscribed to, that new episode can wait. Hey, even this podcast, and this is the only time I'm gonna tell y'all this, it can wait. Listen to it another day. Your sleep is the most important. I have realized that my body requires 10 hours of sleep. Right now, I think I'm averaging seven, but we're going to get there. We're going to get there slowly but surely. The last thing I've learned in 2021, this was another theme throughout the podcast this year, but I was looking for balance. What I've learned is that I need to stop searching for balance because different things will need my attention at different times. There's not an equalizer to life. There is always going to be something that requires your attention, that needs to be the priority. That's okay. As long as you're figuring it all out, you'll be all right. If you're conscious of the fact that something is taking more time in your life, take out something that might not require as much of your time. So that way, even though it's not going to be a balance of the two, but you're still not going to be stressed out and burnt out. I'm no longer searching for balance because I know that I can't do it all. I can't work full time and overtime. I can't do this podcast full time. I can't make TikToks full time. I can't have a social life full-time. Those are just four things that I've been struggling to quote-unquote balance. 
but I'm starting to realize that I just need to switch them in and out of order every so often to feel some type of peace and relief and to not stress myself out. I hope this year through it all, which has been a whirlwind, maybe not as much as 2020, even though I've talked to some people and they say they like 2020 more than 2021. So I'm confused. But regardless of which year you liked more, I just hope this year has brought you some type of clarity in any aspect of your life. I'm wishing a happy new year to all of you. I hope that 2022 is not just your year. I hope and I wish I had a better phrase because I feel like this doesn't, this isn't powerful enough, but I really do hope that 2022 is all of your years. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of In Your 20s. If you did like this episode, please rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you are on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. It takes, I kid you not, 30 seconds. It would mean the world to me. If there's any gift that you could give me this holiday season, it would be that. I'm thrilled to see where the new year takes all of us. And until then, my name is Tina with an H, and I'll catch you in 2022.